At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. What do you want from your sports book? Great odds, fast and easy live betting. Sounds like you just don't want to bet. You want to live your bet life. And when you bet with points bet, you get great odds and great payouts all in a fast, reliable book. Download the app now. Use code VSIN2K. Get two Get two risk free bets up to $2,000. Great promotion, and you have to be 21. All right, so the Steelers remain alive in the AFC playoff picture, and this is uh, really something this year, the way it is now flipped again in Tennessee. They control their own destiny uh, with a win, and they are big favorites this week against the Texans. They are going to be the one seed in this conference. Uh, where are you at with Tennessee, by the way? Uh, because they survived this. It was crazy what they did, right? They went through the absolute meat grinder of all meat grinders earlier this year when they had every tough team in the NFL the way it seemed every single week, and they they ran the gauntlet, and they came out almost unscathed. Then the Derrick Henry injury happened, obviously, so that no longer Mm -hmm. continued to be a thing. Then their schedule opened up, obviously, and they continued to win a bunch of games. Um, I think Vrabel, if they do get the one seed, has a great chance to win Coach of the Year. But then on top of it, they're now looking at, you know, A.J. Brown recently came back. He was so good last week. Bless you. Yeah, and thanks. and Derrick Henry was, you know, according to reports, he was jogging around in the field last week. So yes. he's going to be good to go in the playoffs. Well, yeah, they, they get him 100% watch out, although Foreman was great in the win last week. But as Lombardi said it yesterday, he's right. The defense has been solid, too, and what they did uh, earlier in the season, uh, shutting down Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, but this is... It's a world of difference, as we talked about, with the healthy A.J. Brown and making that offense go. You got Julio back off the COVID list, but that's that's why I like this team going into the season. Julio, healthy Julio, A.J. Brown, Henry, and a Tannehill doesn't turn the ball over. That's scary. With a solid defense. But, I would say the defense has been a very pleasant surprise. Yes, but the trust factor, I still, you still have to go back to Mahomes and Reed. I mean, uh, again, this kid, I know what happened in the Super Bowl with the offensive line issues. But this guy in a big game has been money for his whole career. So you get a full offensive line and healthy. And I, it was just bizarre watching what happened in the second half on Sunday. But still, uh, if that's the AFC title game, I would have to lean the Chiefs. Oh, I, so I also I. wonder what Belichick's thinking. If you're Belichick, knowing that the Colts are going to beat Jacksonville, wouldn't you rather face the Bengals than the Bills? They just beat you on, at, on your building. And then you had the crazy Monday night game with the win where you just ran the ball, and that was it was enough to win, though. 
I don't know how Belichick is going to look at that, but this cert- certainly you know you lost to the Colts and would lose the tiebreaker, and the Colts figure to beat the Jags. I would rather play the Bengals if I'm the Patriots. Even though Burrow- there are many res- sorry, there are many respected people who think the Bills are a top two, top three team in the league. Well, one of our guests coming up in an hour said that, and I don't, I do not disagree. Adam Chernoff last night on Twitter was adamant that the Packers would be favored. Sorry, the Bills would be favored over the Packers in the Super Bowl. I don't, I don't agree with that. But you don't agree uh, with it? I think Green Bay would be the favorite. Oh, do you? But that's, mm-hmm. Yes, I, but that means it's a good discussion. But yeah, right. see, right. I, I but don't the, love this. The bill. Bills' power rating is, is sky high. Uh, it's super high. Yeah. Well, I think everybody can agree on that. Their yeah. power rating is really, really ridiculously high. Uh, and yet, I, I still don't love this team. I don't. I think that they're, I've called them paper tigers in the past. I think they're a little fraudulent. Um, their schedule was super easy. They beat up on a lot of cupcakes this year. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think when you look overall at the you know yards per play margin, they have the best in the entire NFL, best out of any team that are going to be in the playoffs in the AFC. It's uh, plus one yards per play margin every single play throughout the entire year. And their point differential is plus 177. But again, I look at that and say, there a lot of stink bombs on that, on that oh, schedule sure. that they really pounded to death. Yeah, they've been inconsistent. They've been hard to figure out. Uh, and certainly the play calling is bizarre at times. I mean, they're gashing Atlanta on the ground during various points of that game, and they're pass happy. With a quarterback who threw three interceptions yeah. in the game. So that's the frustrating thing. But and, that would be that would be something if it's round three, Patriots and Bills, but I don't know I don't know how Belichick wants to approach the final game against the Dolphins. And the regression has been real this year for Josh Allen. So the coaching staff here, again, very aggressive with the passing, uh, which generally I would like, but in a game like that when he's going to be turnover prone and you're gashing this team on the ground, you can you're, it's okay to stick on the ground if you're getting five, six, seven yards of carry. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I don't know if there's going to be any resistance to that no. or not, but uh, that's okay to me. Yeah. Um, so you said this yesterday. I would agree. If the Chargers beat the Raiders on Sunday night, that's a team that could be super dangerous in the playoffs. But I think that like, we're not going to get the one versus the one this year in the Super Bowl. Oh, I think we're going to see some March Madness. I would I, actually. I think that we, we've been on a nice run here. Uh, well, we haven't seen a lot of big upsets. I think it's uh, about to change this season. What I would love to see as a prop, the combined seeds in the Super Bowl. That's a good prop. Like you get that for the, for March Madness, the combined yep. seeds in the Final Four. Give us the combined seeds prop in the Super Bowl. I'd like to see what that number is going to be because, you know, I was probably a month to six weeks ago at the time, I was looking at, you know, some teams that I thought had some value that could make the playoffs and do some damage and I was picking off the Colts at 50-1 to 1 to win the AFC. Um, I bet the Eagles at 300-1 to, to win the Super Bowl. I bet the 49ers at 100-1 to, to win the Super Bowl. I think if the Niners somehow can get into the playoffs, that's a team right there in the NFC. If you're the, if you're the Packers, are you ultra-confident taking on the 49ers at home? be a good game. be a really good game. It comes down to what Jimmy I'm going to get. Uh, but this, uh, some of the, and that's the thing for the Chargers. If they win, they're likely going to face Kansas City. But both games were close, and they split. But we could have some – just how this is going to fall, though. I mean, how good was the Chargers-Cincinnati game the first time they played? If he could get a rematch of that game. You might get – you could get Colts-Bills again. You could get round three Patriots-Bills. I would take Colts-Bills I mean, again. Yeah. I don't think – if the Raiders win Sunday night, that's not going to go well. We, the, the Chiefs, it's a horrible matchup for them. The Raiders can't compete in those, those two games. It was terrible. What happened in those yeah. two games? What What is that number, by the way? And, and coming up in about, by the way, in, in mm-hmm. like 35 minutes from now, uh, you reached out to one of the sharpest 
uh, Vegas odds makers in the NFL yesterday. He got back to you with point spreads on current NFL matchups yes. in the playoffs. Yes, and cool. the, and you hit on it too. The the team that nobody wants to face. If you if you're the Rams, if you're Tampa Bay, if you're you don't want to see the 49ers. There's so much talent on that team, and the rushing attack is so good, and and the defense at least in the corners again, the the big play and leading the league in PI calls. But that's that's a team you don't want to face. And I, I would have no problems if I'm the Rams or Tampa and I'm taking on Philly. Because Philly's limited offensively, especially with the passing attack with Hurts. And again, they, they, they don't have to win against a team with a winning record. I mean, think about that. They're yeah. in the playoffs. Right. They don't have a team. And, and six and six and one run here for Sirianni, the last seven. But again, look at the, the resume. Uh, and the loss was to the Giants. And yeah. then I know it worked out for the Saints of that Sunday night game, but they're so limited offensively, too. With Hill and what they do, although they have a top five defense, it's a bad matchup. I think if the Saints would take on the Rams, unless Stafford would just, which he could do, turn it over could three times, and yes. that pass rush could get to him, which we saw again on Sunday because I think it was Cameron Jordan who was Superman and had like three and a half sacks. Again in the AFC, back to the yards per play margin, mm-hmm. Bills the best team at plus one, um, New England plus point six, second best out of any playoff team. The Raiders are third on the list. At plus .6 yards per play, uh, based on what they do offensively and compared to what they limit the uh, opposing offenses with their defense. But when you look at point differential, of all the teams that can make the playoffs, the Raiders are minus 68 on the year. And somehow they won nine games. Yep. Yep. Man, oh man. Yeah, and you hit on it earlier. The Titans could face the Bills or the Patriots in their, uh, coming off the bye. Henry ran wild. In that first meeting, but the Bills still should have won the game. And then the you know what New England destroyed them. Although things have you know changed, there were guys out, but right. New England destroyed Tennessee mm-hmm. uh, when they played them at home. So that could be a one and done situation too. Yep. I mean, I, I mean that that'd be a tough game for Tennessee. I do find this interesting after 17 weeks. When you look at some of these uh numbers, yards per play margin again, mm-hmm. the bottom three teams in the AFC, the Chiefs, plus point one on the year. Offense is great. Defense throughout the entire year, start to finish, not so much. Indy only plus .01. Uh, I'm sorry, 0.1. And Tennessee is negative 0.2. So a division-winning potential one seed is going to be negative. They are right now, anyway, going yep. into Week 18. Yep. It's, it's also your, your trust factor with the quarterbacks. Tannehill had a bad year. He threw a I lot of interceptions. Yep. Okay, that's number one. Burrow has been great. And when in doubt, as he said it Sunday, I can just throw it deep to Chase. I have Randy Moss. He'll be down there somewhere. Right. I just throw it up. Uh, Carr continues to turn the ball over. If, if Carr could make enough plays to beat the Chiefs, I'm fine with Herbert. Um, Mac Jones has been had a good year. He's also had a couple stinkers. But what, what do you think about Mac Jones in a playoff game? And the big one is Wentz. I, mean, I, I don't know. Where... Uh, I mean... It comes down to the officiating. I, I guess Are we they going to reward them for this yeah. this PI stuff that they do? I guess we could bring this back at some point this week or next week and talk about the weakest link out of all these playoff teams. If the Colts get in, assuming they do because they're getting their 16-point favorites this week, is Wentz the weakest link out of any AFC playoff team? We'll have to come up with a whole list. Somebody actually might beat him out of that, but right now, thinking about it, uh, he's certainly very near the top. I can't trust that guy. No. Sorry, I just, I can't. Nope. I'd be more concerned about him than Mac Jones, actually. What do you think about it? The left-handed passes. I mean, what do you do? Who do you trust more, Wentz or Derek Carr? Ooh. 
I, I get scared because Dark Car can be a little too much dink and dunk for me. But if they get Waller back, and, and, right. and Carr made he made some awesome that pass he made to Renfro. I can't believe he wasn't sacked. Oh, incredible! I mean, that was a great play. That was on third and ten. Yep. Uh huh. Let's follow the money here on Vsin, the sports betting network. Up next. We have a lot to discuss while breaking down the rookie of the year. Mac Jones holds up very well compared to previous winners at the quarterback position, but he's also looking at the stiffest competition to date. We will run down all the numbers, compare him to previous years for the rookie of the year coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts. Designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective, there are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, Philadelphia, New York, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts uh, to pay off the tease from like 20 minutes ago. Bad job by me. I apologize. This is according to a report in the Associated Press. Uh, evidently, the fans in Jacksonville are so upset with the owner of the team, Shad, Shad Khan, that they're revolting against him and. Hundreds, if not thousands, have changed their social media profile pics to a clown with his signature mustache. And they've started replying to every Jaguars post or live feed with countless clown emojis. Next up, they're planning to don clown costumes, including red uh, rubber noses, face paint, and colorful uh, wigs when they take on the Colts this week at home. Now, that to me is going to be must-watch television, maybe for the only okay. time ever for Jacksonville. Yes, yes, and, and to see what Taylor does. Imagine his prop, what it's going to be. I mean, just it was just it was ridiculous what the Patriots did to him on the ground and then throwing the ball. And, and, and again, 2-14, I don't know how they beat the Bills, but it was 9-6. But one game, one game they've scored more than 21 points. The offense is pathetic. And a quarterback so who leads the league in interceptions, mm-hmm. you take out the dump off with three minutes left down 50-3. to three. He's thrown one touchdown in nine games, yep. the last nine games. It's ridiculous. I hope Taylor goes for like 220 and three touchdowns. That should happen. Just, just to make it really interesting, right? He goes absolutely nuts. Yep. Although, it's going to be very difficult to anybody 
Rodgers right now minus $4 again. That, that's short to me. He should be at least huh? like minus $10. You think so? Yes. Oh. I, that team is awful without him. Huh? They are one of the worst teams in football without Rodgers. I think it was Chris Mortensen said, uh, Brady, what he did was remarkable. He's going to let it play out the entire time, which you have to let it play out. Oh, sure. He had a great year. But he thinks Brady, right. Brady's still alive. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's actually the second shot yeah. on the board at, uh, what, 5-1? to one? Right around there? Okay, so when you look at the numbers right now for Offensive Rookie of the Year, and I was saying this last week, Mac Jones felt very heavy to me at minus 4 or $5. That was leading into Week 17. And then... He played really well, had a great game through three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. The problem is in that you know sexy matchup between the Bengals and the Chiefs, Jamar Chase was like the best player on the field, uh, along with his quarterback, Joe Burrow. And they outgunned and outdueled Patrick Mahomes and Andrew, uh, Andy Reid, and they came from behind, and he had 266 yards and three touchdowns. So even though I felt like Jones was too strong at minus $5, I do think that there's a bit of an overreaction now to Chase being as high as minus 250 right now in the mar- market. That's a big swing. Mm-hmm. But. Because you have to give the quarterback a lot of credit, too. I mean, I know Chase is the man, but this is the quarterback. It's like, look what Mac Jones is doing. He came in as a rookie, was awesome, won the job. They get rid of Cam Newton. And, he again, how many people had New England as a playoff team? And he's taken them to the playoffs, and they were right there to win the yeah. division. At least going in, still have a chance to win the division. Sure. So it's, it's, it's going to be a tough call, but you nailed it with it was too high. Oh, the other thing, too, uh, the comeback player of the year was too high. I mean, Dak. That was way too high. Dak got to six fifty dollars uh, two weeks ago. Huh? And now Dak is $1.50. Burrow, I, Burrow plus 105, the Bet Rivers comeback player of the year. I was screaming about that. I think it was last Friday. Huh? Plus 450 was a joke. It never should have been that high for, for Joe Burrow. He should have been much closer to pick him with Dak Prescott. But when you look at these numbers for rookie mm-hmm. of the year and compare what these two players have done compared to recent players who have been in the mix to win it. Mac Jones on the year, really solid season, 67.6% completion, 3,540 yards, 21 touchdowns. He does have 12 INTs, uh, and Chase has been great. 79 for 14, 29, and 15 total touchdowns. But Jones, if you compare him to Herbert last year, Herbert completed 66.6% of his passes, okay? Uh Uh, So Mac Jones was better there, but Herbert, had like 800 more yards passing. He had 36 total touchdowns. That blows Jones out of the water and two fewer INTs. Meanwhile, his biggest competition was Justin Jefferson. Had an awesome year. But look at Jefferson to compare that to Jamar Chase. Like it's Jefferson had more catches as of right now. 88 compared to 79. Chase is beating him in yards by 29. But look at the touchdowns. 15 to 7. The year before this. Kyler Murray, 64.4%, 3,722 yards, a little bit more than Jones right now, 24 total touchdowns, 12 INTs. Those numbers are very comparable. Josh Jacobs had a good year uh, with 1,150 yards and seven touchdowns, but the guy who came on late that year was A.J. Brown, who finished with 52 for 1,051 yards, a 20.2 average and eight touchdowns. That's really... Nothing compared to Jamar Chase, but he closed 2019. Three of his last four games were five for 153 and two, eight for 114 and one, and four for 124 and one. So he closed December. That's why he made such a st- strong push. And Kyler Murray's numbers this year, quite frankly, 
are not much flashier or better than Mac Jones that this year. The problem is, again, Chase is having a much better year than A.J. Brown did. So Jones, I think, holds up at least favorably to a guy like Kyler Murray. He's in the ballpark. Herbert had a, he, Herbert had a better year. Uh, you can't, no matter what you do to tinker with the numbers or anything like that, you can't. Herbert was awesome last year. And with a better coaching staff, and some things that you know would have flipped and gone a different way, that team would have been ultra dangerous, in, I think, in the playoffs. But go back to 2018, uh, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield actually had 3,725 yards and 27 touchdowns, and Saquon Barkley beat him out for the rookie of the year. Usually the way this goes is, that year didn't, but 2019, 2020, the people who vote decided to go with quarterback. Do they do that this year? I would say as of right now, they probably lean Chase, but I think 225 or 250 is a bit strong. Mm-hmm. And for a rookie to win 11 games is impressive. The other thing is, what, what if he got to 13? The close call against Dallas, the close call against Tampa, the close call week one against Miami. I mean, if those breaks go the Patriots' way and Mac wins those games, right? I mean, you win 13, 14 games. I mean, it, it, it you, could be a no-brainer. Do you think voters will look at that first game against the Bills on Monday night as a negative? No. Where he no. only threw the ball three times? No, he's not the coach. I mean, you do what you have to. That, that, that's the game plan and to win the game. That's yeah. I'm just. I'm. It's I'm not wondering. his fault. It's not his fault. The wins howling like that. Oh no, I, I I would agree with that, and I am on par with what you're saying there as well. Um, I just I hope that voters don't say, "Well, come on, he didn't do anything in that game." That's we have a full. It's a full body of work. It is. Uh, the, the thing is, well, I don't think it's a blowout again. Is number one. What I think Peter King talks to a lot of people who have votes and cover the league. He says it's it's dental floss thin between Rodgers, Brady, Cup, and Taylor. Uh, it, two weeks ago, he ranked them Rodgers, Cup, Taylor, and said it was close. They're going to give it to the, the the same guy two years in a row. Hmm. I don't know how they're going to vote. I don't know what they're going to do. You never know with these guys. I think uh, somebody showed, from what I understand, somebody showed Mortensen the odds, and uh, it had Rodgers at minus four dollars, and he said that's too much, too high. And that's when he said, "Okay, uh, you got to look at Brady." I just, what if Cup does something? What if Cup is crazy? Agree. I would agree. I mean, they're playing for the division and the two seed Sunday. Yeah, yeah. What if he has two twenty and three touchdowns? If he goes bonkers, I mean, you can't rule Cup yeah, out. Yeah. And by the way, here's the difference between, like, because people will point at Matthew Stafford and say, "Well, he's he's the reason why Cup's having a great season." I would say this to you, like, who's the better wide receiver, Devontae Adams or Cooper Cup? I think almost all of us would agree it's Devontae Adams. He's a better receiver. Who's having the better year? It's Cooper Cup. Um, the problem is, like, Rodgers plays out of his mind, and he never has games like Matthew Stafford. Stafford has too many games like he had last week, where he's unreliable, and he throws these silly pick sixes like he's still in mm-hmm. college. Yeah. Rodgers never does that. So you could never look at the Packers and say, Devontae Adams is clearly the best t- player on that team. No. Uh, he's carried him to 13 wins. He's got to be the MVP. No, not the case. It's Rodgers with the Rams. Cups had an amazing season, yes, but Stafford has just been too up and down. Yeah, you can throw, you can throw Brady on there too as another guy who could have a big game against Carolina. And at the end of the season, look at Brady's numbers. So I, I would agree with Mortensen. Rodgers is too high. I think Watt's too low now. After a four sack game on national television, and if yeah. he breaks Strahan's record, he's not going to win Defensive Player in fourteen games. Yeah. Think about what he's doing. I would agree with that. He's going to break the sack record in fifteen games. Wasn't he? Didn't he leave the game early in one of them too? I think he's. I basically. I thought think, they did yeah, that. It's like not even a full fourteen games that he's played. Yeah, 
Yeah. But if they, my thinking again is, will voters look at that and say, if the Steelers don't make the playoffs, I can't give it to a, a non-playoff? Ah, Christ, you can't, yeah, that's, you know? that's lunacy. Mm-hmm. You can't control that stuff. I would look at uh, the Major League Baseball Awards last year. Who won the MVPs? Okay, that's right. Two guys who never even made the playoffs. Uh, it's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Eric Eager is going to join the show from Pro Football Focus. Coming up next, he was at the Bengals-Chiefs game on Sunday. We'll get his thoughts on that and uh, how dangerous he thinks since he can be in the playoffs. Uh, his tips to handicapping Week 18. And how about a Coach of the Year flyer who is completely under the radar? That's coming up here on Follow the Money. Follow the Money on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Pet River Sportsbook takes football same-game parlays to a brand-new level. You can combine same-game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combo. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21 playable in New Jersey as play Sugar House. Eric Eager joins the program now with Pro Football Focus, and you can listen, download, subscribe to the Pro Football Focused Forecast podcast wherever you get your podcast. Eric, thanks for the time today. How you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, things are going well. How about you guys? Same here. Same here. You were at the Chiefs-Bengals game on Sunday. Now, you do admit that you are a Chiefs fan, so that was a tough one to probably watch in person. But uh, it was so so great on TV to watch it play out. I want to get your thoughts. How dangerous do you think Joe Burrow and the Bengals can be in the playoffs? Uh, they're dangerous for sure. And I think, um, you know, when you look at, you know, how wide open this thing, this thing is, I still think you come out of Sunday's game, you know, thinking the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in the AFC. Um, but be that as it may, like the Chiefs have lost to all three division winners this year, the Bengals, the Bills, and the Titans. So um, I think that, that, you know, is a pretty big signal of how wide open this entire thing is. And I think the Bengals are one of those teams where, you know, and I said this on the the PFF uh, live pregame show on Sunday, which is every every Sunday at 11 a.m. I said, you know, the Bengals play, you know, like they did against Denver, or like they did, uh, you know, against the Chargers, where it's sort of like they're running the football on early downs. They're not that aggressive. They're going to lose. Their only chance to win games like that is to be aggressive and to throw the ball downfield. And you know, ultimately, that's really what what gave them their winning margin on Sunday. Could you believe, having said that, they had to take a shot there on third and 27. What on earth was that with the Chiefs' defense? Yeah, I think, you know, Spags likes to do that on defense. He likes to sort of get the quarterback to throw a low percentage pass. I think the issue with that call, and I think the issue with their decision not to let the Bengals score at the end and give the ball back to their best player, Patrick Mahomes, I think Mm -hmm. the issue was that entire game, uh, there, there, there weren't that many like non-incomplete the incompletions that resulted with no penalty, right? The Chiefs were getting called for basically everything, and yep. you know, to, to to put your defensive back in a position where a penalty is an automatic first down, uh, I think was a, a faulty sort of you know call, even though it is the way that he sort of calls the defense every game. In light of what happened and how that game ended with Zach Taylor going for it twice there, fourth and goal, and then what we've seen the last two three weeks in the NFL with Staley, Harbaugh, which I agree with, Harbaugh going for the win and going for two. What do you think of this the analytics discussion and what, what's happened in the last three weeks of the, the NFL and the back and forth from people? Well, I, th- I think it obviously it adds variance to the game. Um, you know, the analytics, uh, quote, fight is being won. I mean, I wrote an article for PFF 
uh, com probably mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago where it looked at the number of teams that went for it on fourth down in, you know, go for it situations, you know, the teams that go for it more than 50% of those times was zero teams in 2016 and it's now half the league. So, you know, the, the, the trend is, the trend is happening. I mean, the, and, and, you know, we as betters, you know, we have to understand what the, you know, what the implications of that are. I think it's going to mean more variance. I think it's going to mean, you know, key numbers in the NFL are still going to be key numbers, but they're going to be landed on less frequently. Um, and, you know, that means, you know, maybe, you know, people trend more towards money line betting in the NFL because, you know, you could take a plus three, uh, you know, but, but if, if the game lands three, six percent of the time instead of eight or nine percent of the time, then, you know, plus three isn't as valuable as we thought. And maybe you take that, you know, uh, underdog on the money line more often or, or something like that. Um, because the points are worth less. Like, I think that's probably from a better perspective, what, you know, what's going to happen. And, but yeah, it's going to lead to more variance. It's going to lead to games like that Thursday night game, where if you had, uh, you know, uh, if you had chargers plus three, plus three and a half against Kansas city, uh, you, you made a good bet historically, but ultimately the variance in that game uh, led you to lose the bet. And, you know, I can see that being frustrating. So you're saying as recently as 2016, a grand total of zero NFL teams went for it on fourth down when they should have been? More than 50% of the time, yeah. yeah. Right. So, oh. like, yeah. Whereas you, you have teams now that are basically automatic. You go, like Cleveland, uh, I think Green Bay is another one, where if it's, you know, let's say fourth and four from the 38, like, they're going for it, and it's not even a question. The Ravens are a team like that now. Mm. There were no teams like that in 2016, and now half the teams are like that. And <sighs> – you know, there there are teams like the Seattle Seahawks that'll they'll punt in those situations. Yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> there are you know, the majority of the league's teams are are making the right decisions more often than they're not. You have and I, I I'm absolutely open to this discussion. I think personally, if the Titans win the number one overall seed Eric, I think Mike Vrabel has an incredible case to win coach of the year. But you have somebody who's under the radar in the NFC who not a lot of people are talking about that can make some sense. You like Nick Sirianni, like you, you're thinking he should at least be in the mix to win coach of the year. Yeah. I mean, I, I was one of the people and, and I know that there was a number of people in the league who liked this. Like, I mean, they, I bet under six and a half wins for that team. I bet them, you know, they were a long shot to have the worst record in football, but you, you know, you look and, and even it somewhat has borne out in like the data where defensively, I don't think that they're creative at all. I don't think that they are, they have a great team at all, but you know, you look at that, they have had an easy schedule, but they've also developed a quarterback who I think is very competent in this league. And I think that you can't discount that work and that, you know, that work of Nick Sirianni and, and, and company really quickly. Right. I mean, they, they fired Doug Peterson later in the process than other people fired their coach. They did not get the pick of the litter, and I think Sirianni came in without high expectations. And they're about to—I mean, they're nine and seven now. They—they could get a win Sunday to go to ten and seven. I think Brable deserves a, a ton of credit as well. They're at eleven wins. Their season win total going into the year, I believe, is nine or ten. Uh, so, so it's just like that differential isn't quite as big. Even though I think when we take a step back and look at the context of what the Titans have accomplished without Derrick Henry for much of the year, without AJ Brown for much of the year, without Julio Jones. Uh, and a defense that is it wasn't great to begin with. I think I think Vrabel certainly deserves some credit, but I think Sirianni took a team that no one expected to do anything, 
uh, and made them a contender in the NFC. Yep, totally fair points. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus. Uh, so what are your tips for betting Week 18, or, or how are you approaching it this year? And we talked about this with a previous guest on today's show, Eric, where it's like, you know, usually this week you got to, it's based on information and who, which players are going to be going and, and sitting and that kind of stuff. But add on top of that now all the COVID stuff. So are you being ultra careful, more careful than ever in the final week of the regular season? Yeah, it's interesting because it's sort of like a preseason week in some ways. I'm regressing a lot of my numbers to the market number, especially in situations where I know that team, both teams don't have something to play for. Like the differential, take, you know, Denver versus Kansas City. You know, who knows what Denver has to play for? Do they care about Fangio's job or not? Kansas City certainly has a ton to play for, even though the two seed doesn't give you a buy. Uh, it gives you a playoff game at home in the second round of the playoffs should you make it there. Uh, which I think is extremely valuable. And, and you know, so, th- so that's a really tough one. But you look at the league, and there's a ton of totals that are, you know, beneath 44. Um, you know, right now there's not a ton of lines that will get you to teasable sort of long teasers, you know, the teasers through three and through seven. But there are, there are you know, like, for example, Minnesota-Chicago, that's a two-and-a-half-point spread, low total. Like you tease that up to eight and a half, much like you would in like the final week of a preseason, you know, uh, schedule where mm-hmm. you, you you just hope a bunch of games are close, and because the totals are lower, the chances of that happening are a lot higher. So that that's one approach. Um, the other approach to week eighteen that I think is you know good is to look at player props and look at you know where where teams you know players have incentives to to go over a certain number. Um, the, you can find a little bit of an edge yep. there that you wouldn't otherwise find. Uh, in a in a normal week. Yep, totally agree. Again, uh, you can listen, subscribe, download the Pro Football Focus Forecast podcast wherever you get your podcast. Follow Eric on Twitter. He is at pff underscore Eric. Eric, thanks for the time today. Uh, good luck this week and also in the playoffs. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Take care. Thank you. It's going to be Drew Locke for the Broncos. You know how that's going to go. Uh, he's going to start him again. And I to answer his question, I, I don't think they care about Fangio's job. And Glennon's out. So it's going to be Fromm again or Lewerke right. uh, to go for the Giants and Washington's up to seven. Yep. And I think Washington will show some fight, and the Giants are just the – I think as bad as Jacksonville's been, I think the Giants right now are the worst team in the league. I would agree. So one more thing on that Chiefs-Broncos game playing on Saturday. Have you noticed where it actually came back down from 10 to 9.5? I saw that. Okay. Yep. The thinking here, right, is well, we're playing on Saturday – we can get a lead. All we have to do is win the game. But they also know, like the Titans are playing the Texans. And they're 11-point favorites, 10.5-point favorites. Yeah. Right? So they're not, they're not going to play Mahomes for the full game if they get out to a four, you know. Right, they lost to him the first time. I mean, I don't know. I might be right. No, my, my point is, if the Chiefs get out to a 21-point lead, it's the third yeah. quarter. It's going to be run, run, run. Let's get the hell out of here. And if we happen to the, the Broncos backdoor in, and they lose by, you know, 10 or whatever, who cares? Why would the Chiefs, why would it matter to the Chiefs? We've seen everything in these final games. We've seen it all. Nagy played all his guys the year they won the division in a meaningless game. The Rams were up 35-0 in that game in the first half. So the Bears couldn't improve their position. He kept everyone in. Up next, one of the sharpest NFL odds makers in Vegas set the lines for current playoff matchups.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. Beeson has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. The all-new Big Game Big Dance Special provides Beeson Plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, college hoops betting guide, and full access to Beeson.com. Beeson.com slash big deal to sign up today through April 5th. The contests are heating up with only a week left. and the circa millions here is bananas. Hannibal Barca is the leader. Million dollars for first place. 350000 for second. He has 60.5 points. Derbify is half a point back. He had the Steelers last night. Barca is also in third with 59.5. Derbify is in fourth. What? With 59. And they haven't been splitting up the picks. Which is the other crazy thing. Are they finally going to do it in week 18 with five big selections left? They've been using the same place. 60 and a half, 60, 59 and a half, 59. Same guys, two entries. Okay, so, <laughs> oh my God. W- what is their cushion then? Do you have that on you? I can get out. I'll, I'll okay. bring up the app right Because now. if there's a cushion, they could actually keep the same games again. And just absolutely shoot for the moon and go for first and second, each of them. Uh-huh. 16 and a half, 60, 59 and a half, 59. Taco the Town and Dismal tied for fifth at 58 and a half. Oh, okay. So, no, that's the thing. That's why I, it's been so fascinating being in this contest in the last couple of weeks. How everyone's so close. And the three, the, but the consensus went four and one this week. Mm. You go four and one, you're moving up 20 plus spots. You go three and two, you'll drop a little bit. You go two, two and one, we dropped uh, 20, 21 spots, I think it was. And some of this, and then the, the difference right is money. 41st. Right, today you're 41st? Yeah. And top 50 pays? Yeah, but it's, you know, it's peanuts, though. How close is but like 51 a, then to you? Yeah, everyone's jumbled. They're all it's, right there? Uh, yep. That's, yeah, 60th, you're a half a point back. That Chief game was a killer, losing that Chief game. Ridiculous. And everything's just magnified now with half point, one point, where you lose this, take a bad beat on this game. Oh, I remember in week 12, this didn't work out, mm-hmm. but this is, yeah, I mean, you're, you're in 81st place. The difference between 42nd and 81st is one spot. 
one point rather. Oh, so it's it's yeah, crazy. The other thing too, you can. I was thinking quarterly. You can you got a shot. We go to I don't with all the free bingo squares. Right, the, right. Twenty one and four won't cash in the quarterly. Probably not. That's something. Probably not. But the, the the ultimate football challenge we haven't mentioned with the golden nugget. That's seven plays a week, college and pro. The leaders sixty one percent. And then at Super Contest at the Westgate, it's 68% their leader there with a half a point lead. Right. And see if our buddy ODB, David Baker, and his partner can uh, can get can cash top five or top three with the contest update. Well, and of course, okay. Survivor. Survivor we'll get to tomorrow. But that to me, Survivor seems like a no-brainer. Five people left, $6 million. But, you know, three of the people have to use Kansas City and Tampa, Tampa for Bay. the bonus. Right. So the Golden Nugget Contest, that makes sense, though, right? That's going to be – it's seven games a week, so more games – so over the entirety mm. of the football season means that you're going to probably come back to – I mean, imagine picking 72% at seven games a week. Come on. Um, but also, a lot of that, I think – well, some of it anyway would be college football, guys who specifically bet college football, like Paul Stone, right? And then once uh-huh. the season ends change, yeah. and you don't have the bowl games to rely on, you're going to have to go to the NFL. It's a tricky contest. Yep. But they do give you, like, all the games. Mm-hmm. I reached out to Ed Sammons at the Westgate. Does a great job. Sharp guy. Makes their numbers strong with the NFL. And I asked him what these possible playoff matchups, what the numbers would be. Bills, Patriots. What say you? That would be, so based on what's going to happen this week, it would be in Buffalo. Yes. Round three. Bills three, three and a half? Yeah, three and a half. He makes it three and a half. We made the line six. You'd have the Chiefs seven against the Chargers. He'd make him a full seven. And we know it would be a big number. I didn't ask him, but the Raiders would play the Chiefs if they win Sunday night. They already lost 48-9 to and 41-14 to the Chiefs. Well, that, and the last I mean, one was more than double digits. Yeah, that's going to be double digits or higher, yeah. The Chiefs, both Charger games have been close, and they split. Road team one each. Colts favored at Cincinnati. How about that? Uh, I would have to be on the Bengals. Yeah. He makes Colts one at Cincy. He makes the Colts one yes. on the road. That is an well. First of all, that's a terrific playoff game, uh, but I would like Cincy at that at that range. Yeah. Then ask him Dallas and Arizona. We just saw the game. I imagine Dallas would be five or six. Uh, I would take the Cowboys in the rematch. Again, the Cowboys were unhappy with the officiating. Ten for eighty-eight. No Vax crew. But that's on Mike, though. We'll hear from Mike coming up. That's on you. You don't have a you don't have a timeout to challenge the. Of fumble. course, yeah. That's on you. Rams eight and a half against the Saints. It's a bad matchup for the Saints. I would have guessed seven and a half. Okay. Um, but eight and a half. Okay. A lot of this, I'm not going to give them 90 scenarios, but a lot of this stuff could change depending on what happens week 18. Uh, certainly, I want to ask them about the 49ers, but I don't know if they're going to beat the, if they play the Rams, you know, what that line is right now with five. Tampa, seven and a half against Philly. Okay. They played already this year. Yes. That good Thursday night game with it going that was for two and in Philly, putting it on six. Philly covered. Uh huh. Um, down in Tampa, Tampa's a much better team. Well, they're incredible at home so far this year. Hmm. All right. You know, the team that you just talked about, um, where do you think the 49ers power rating falls among – because look at this number now. It's down to five. I think it's going to keep coming down against the Rams. Do you? And I should have my head examined for not taking six and a half. Okay. I, I cannot yeah. believe I did not bet the, set, the well, 49ers this uh, week. No. Well, Shanahan said there's a chance Garoppolo might play. Oh. That's what he said. I don't want Trey Lance. Well – I would take that chance of it being Garoppolo. 
I think it's overall it's a bad matchup for the Rams. Oh, if they missed the play, oh, that that's sucked. The, if they missed the that's playoffs, the, that's the thing, right? These the, losses they had, the, the the meltdown against Tennessee. This team is so good. They are. If Garoppolo, go sorry, if Garoppolo doesn't turn it over. Oh, well, that's okay. a big caveat yeah. for sure. Yeah. But that is clearly the most dangerous team in football to miss the playoffs if they can't get in. In fact, I mean, how many? There are a lot of other teams in both the AFC and the NFC that I'd rather play than the 49ers. In the playoffs, That with the way that that defensive line can get after it and the, the season Bosa's had and how creative Shanahan can get mm-hmm. with their weapons on offense. Uh-huh. I know. Cool. God. I hear you. I hear you. Good luck stopping the rushing attack think, or Kittle. Think about this. I mean, that they, team, they, they just they just toyed with Tennessee for a three quarters on the road. They did. I can't so, I can't they, believe they blew the game. Yeah, the interception in the end zone, and that's yeah. That team could miss the playoffs, or they can win the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. So you went over it earlier. Arian says he's playing people. He wants to get the two seed. Lafleur says he's playing people. Doesn't want the rust factor in three weeks off, which I totally understand and agree with. But how long will Rodgers play? Rodgers said he wants to play. After they lost to Arizona, Dak immediately says, I want to play. And Jerry Jones says he wants to play the starters as well. Here's Mike McCarthy on what the Cowboys will do Saturday night. Talked about last night, talked about again this morning. We're going we're gonna to play. We're going to play to win the game. Uh, so that, that's our approach. You know, obviously with everything in front of us, we understand, you know, the scenarios and so forth. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're going to Philadelphia and, and um, we're going to, you know, line up to do what we need to do to win the game. Between that news and the COVID issues with the Eagles, it went from two and a half to seven. Oh, makes sense. And all, but the, they could still get these guys back for Philly. But Goddard and Kelsey, some of the big names that were affected, and you're up to 13 guys with the COVID issues with the Eagles. Uh, well, here's the, by the way, based on what happened last week, even if guys hit the COVID list today, I would say don't panic, but these numbers could move big time. Look at what happened last week with the Colts. Yeah. It was a week ago today when Carson Wentz, when we got the news later on in the morning that Wentz had COVID on Tuesday. And then it's like, can he play? Will he not play? Well, he came, came back to play, never had a chance to practice, and look what happened to that number. And not vaccinated. That's the other that, thing. That's very true. Right. Right. So that went from like seven-ish down to two and a half for the Colts here at Circa, and then back all the way closing at, what, eight and a half on Sunday? Mm-hmm. So... I actually think that today, if you get some COVID news, it's tough to find out, though, and track which players are vaxxed and unvaxxed, I, you know, to get that information. But if you know, if the, like if the players today are announced that they have uh, COVID and the number shoots up one way, they could still play on Sunday. Yep. I, again, I am shocked. I don't want to keep repeating. I am shocked they put this game in prime time. Both teams are in the playoffs. I mean, what, what, the, the, the news contract said playoff implications. I'd be living if I'm ESPN. Oh, it's America's team. They'll get a big number. Okay, fine. But this it's the NFL, Week 18. Well, Saints, Falcons, what? Both teams are in the playoffs. Yeah, so what are the implications? The seeding then? It, it, it's ridiculous. I cannot believe this is the primetime game Saturday night. I can't believe they did that. I'm very disappointed. Yep. All right, let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, Adam Chernoff's going to join the program. Terrific at betting the National Football League. Uh, he has thoughts on at least five games as of right now uh, to look at in terms of betting Week 18 in the NFL. We will get those thoughts from Adam coming up next here on v 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.